huge news, years in the making, my brand new book that my publishers refuse to publish, Money Matrix. Beat the money system and build generational wealth. Understand the three main ways that the banks productize you and make money from you. You'll be able to turn that system against itself, build generational wealth and multiple streams of recurring income. It's all at moneymatrix.cash. And if you're quick, the first few hundred registrants and buyers will receive many special bonuses from me. The brand new Moneymaker Summit three-day special event. Meet me at a champagne reception. Meet me at a multi-millionaire networking dinner. Go now, moneymatrix.cash. This is huge. Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem mm. with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up, and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here, and there's something going around at the moment that's kind of shocking me a little bit. And I need to let you know that, yes, the statistics are against you to be successful to fulfill your dreams, to rise to the top, to beat the rest, to be the best, to outwit your competition. Yes, the odds are against you. And there are so many people out there that will remind you of that over and over and over again. Oh, Rob, it's hard. It's really hard. People have been doing it a lot longer than you. They've got way more experience than you. They've got more money than you. They're bigger than you. They're better than you. It's hard. It's really hard to, to start. You probably shouldn't bother. Uh, now, I did a post on my Facebook profile. I don't do that many posts on my profile. But it went along the lines of lots of people out there telling you you shouldn't start your book, your podcast, your business, ignore them. If you want to start your book, start your book. If you want to do your podcast, do your podcast. Ah, oh, but you know, Joe Rogan, he's, you know, he's got a monopoly. So, Joe Rogan's Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan started eight, nine years ago. You can start now, ah, oh, but it's too late now because he got in at the right time. He got in at the right time for him. You can't get in at the right time for you yesterday. That's impossible. And yes, you can wait till tomorrow. Or you can start the fuck today. Now, I get this. This is, a, this is the paradox I want to discuss with you. So, the statistics are against you. They're against everyone, though. Let's say you own a martial arts school. How many people have you seen come and go and come and go and come and go and come and go and come and go? How many people don't get beyond white belt? Probably 80%. How many people don't get beyond the first grade? Probably 80%. How, what percentage of people who walk into your dojo make it to black belt? 1%, percent, 0.1%, 0.1%, I don't know. But it is a tiny fraction. How many people who go to school and play the violin get to grade eight or you know, become a professional violinist? 
How many people who do yoga become a yoga instructor? How many people who write a book become a, a, a successfully published author? How many people who go to university do the degree and become top of their profession? Well, the answer to all those questions is not fucking many. So should that stop you pursuing your dreams and your goals and the thing that you want to do? Well, if someone's saying, oh, well, this, this, you know, most people aren't going to succeed, so you shouldn't try. If everyone had that attitude, no one would be good at anything. And, and it just baffles me. It's weird because statistically they're correct, but emotionally they are totally wrong. Totally wrong. Now, let's make some distinctions. Should you try anything and everything and assume it's going to be easy to become the best and be a lazy bugger and plant a seed and come back the next day and go, well, where's my fucking tree then? No. So should you check that the podcast you want to launch and the book you want to write and the business you want to start, should you check that that's in alignment with your values and you could create a clear vision on it and you're passionate about it and you're enthusiastic about it? Yes, you should check. You should not just jump and spin every single plate that there is. Um, what is it that Churchill said? If you stop and shoot at every dog that barks, you'll never reach your destination. So yes, you should check if it's right for you. But if you don't know what's right for you, is there to a certain degree some journey of testing that needs to be done? I'll try this martial art, that martial art, that martial art. I'll try this business, I'll try that business. It might be my third business or my fourth business, I don't know, but I've got to start somewhere. Start now, get perfect later. So. If you're in this testing phase, if you're in this new phase, or you're not really sure what you want to do, you're allowed to play. You're allowed to experiment. You're allowed to try a few things. So what if you change your mind a couple of times? So what if it doesn't work first time round? If you look at nearly all successful entrepreneurs, it's not their first business. So, but if you let people say to you, oh, well, you shouldn't do that because it's hard. Oh, you shouldn't, you shouldn't write a book because J.K. Rowling's so, so way more than you. You'll never sell as many as J.K. Rowling. Oh, you shouldn't do a podcast because Joe Rogan or Rob Moore got a big podcast. You've got no chance. That is the most nonsense bullshit that I think I've ever heard. Because if that was the case, there would be no one good at anything. And um, you can only start today. You can't start yesterday. And just because Joe Rogan's got a great podcast or J.K. Rowling's got a great book or whatever, doesn't mean that you can't have a great book in two or three or five years. doesn't matter. You can't have a great uh, podcast in two or three or five years. Now, someone on my um, post, who I, I get on really well with and I like her, she, she basically said that, um, you know, you, sh you probably shouldn't start your podcast because it's probably very likely that you're not going to get many listeners. But I think, let's say you don't get many listeners, but you tried it and you enjoyed doing it. Let's say you wrote a book and you didn't, you know, you're not J.K. Rowling. You don't sell millions of copies. But you know what? You got the book out. It was an itch that you needed to scratch. You, had, you, you met some creative needs. You did the book. It's done. Did, did you lose? No. No, you didn't lose. It's better to regret something you have done than to regret something you haven't done. It's better to have tried and failed than to never have tried at all. Also, what makes... If a book sells a million copies or zero copies, is that book any better just because it sold more copies? Like, I make this point to a lot of people and they're like, mm, oh, yeah, I guess you're right, Rob. You write a book. How many copies you sell of that book does not change that book? Like, the words don't change. Like, when you sell 100,000 copies, all the words improve magically, dynamically. No, they do not. The book is the fucking same. Whether you sell one copy or a million copies, that book is that book. That book is as good or as bad as that book is, regardless of how many copies it sells. 
Hi, it's Rob here, interrupting you with something you may not know about me. I was one of the few people on the planet hand-selected by Facebook to pilot their new supporter program. It's a very small premium model where you can get exclusive content and advance notice or discount of new products and services. So this is what I've done for you. Not only can you get best discounts for any training that we might run, not only do you get notified first of any launches we do, we also do supporter meetups, supporter dinners, supporter WhatsApp groups where you have a, a deeper community. I do supporter only ask me anything. I do supporter only content and podcasts. We have a community of 2,500 supporters and I'd love to give you the chance to be one of those. I believe this is the best supporter program in the whole world. Find me a better one, but I don't think you will. So the link is bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R. That's bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R. I believe the gap between free content and paid content is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. There's a lot of free content out there that's maybe not that good. And for just a few dollars a month, you can get the best content on business, on entrepreneurship, on starting up, on scaling up, on sales, on marketing, on the mindset of being an entrepreneur. So go to bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R right now. Now, would we all like to be successful, sell loads of books, you know, have millions of podcast listeners, make millions of pounds? Of course we could. And I reckon if you do something that you love, you're passionate about it, you put energy, enthusiasm into it, you commit to it, you stick to it, even if you started right at the bottom, at the back of the class in the white belt, even if for 50 episodes you only had a thousand downloads in total, one day you'll get there. One day you'll sell a lot of copies. One day you'll have a good, solid podcast. One day you'll have a successful business and make six or seven figures. Because the world will create opportunities for you if you keep going. I mean, podcasting's, what, a decade old? And so a lot of people are like, oh, it's too late to get into podcasting, I missed out. But the internet's only 30 years old. You know, if you think about steel and rail and telecommunications and air travel, they're 50, 100 plus years old. The internet's 30 years old or whatever it is. Podcasting's 10 years old. So in the grand scheme of it, podcasting is so young. So if you started today, you would be getting in really early, really early. But, but people are just like, oh, well, because most people are, um, yeah, it's just too late to start and you missed the boat and everyone, there's so many, everyone's doing it and there's people that are so much bigger than you. I think if you stop comparing yourself to everyone else, and you start thinking about, what do I want to do? Like, the time for you that's right is today, or when you're ready, not when the market was ready, or not when the opportune early adopter phase and stage was. Wouldn't we have loved to have all got into everything at the early adopter phase? You can only get into something when you get into something. I know it just sounds completely obvious, but I see so many people... um, selling out other people's dreams because they say it's hard. So if, if it's hard, it's fucking worth it. It is worth it if it's hard. So if it's right, you should do it because it's hard, not because it's easy. If you choose things because they're easy, that's the stupidest decision ever. You should choose things because they're right, right for you. So don't let anyone, not even me, sell you out on your dreams. But here is the distinction and here is where I do agree with some of the people that are saying, oh, be careful what you do. And, you know, uh, a lot of people have been doing it a lot longer than you and it's really hard and the statistical likelihood is you won't be successful at it. If you're half-assed, half-baked, half-cooked, half-in, not really that bothered, 
you know, um, jug, juggling your, your, spinning all your plates and all that, then it's very unlikely that you're going to get anywhere. But when you know inside you there's something that you're meant to do, then go and fucking do it. Do not let anyone tell you otherwise. Because I believe you can be, do and have anything you want. And podcasting is going to be huge. And then when it's huge, it's going to be even more huge. And here's the next thing. Let's say you write a book or launch a podcast or start a business, do a training course. And you're really excited about it and you're passionate about it and you know you want to do it. And you try it and it's kind of there. You know, it does all right. You got it out. It's okay. It's an all right piece of art, but it doesn't really kill it commercially for you. That will probably lead to something else. So one podcast might lead to another or lead to another or lead to another. Or you might write a book and it might lead to starting a podcast or doing a YouTube channel. So it's like snakes and ladders. You've got to start and you've got to roll the dice and you've got to go up a couple of ladders. Oh, you slide down a snake again. But you, you'll end up finding your way into something. Like, I mean, my podcast was not started as early as it could have done. I said to myself, oh, Joe Rogan, Tim Ferriss, they've got all these big podcasts, they've been doing it years. Uh, why would people want to listen to me when these big, these big American influencers? But in the end, I thought, fuck it, just do it. I wasn't the first person to write a book on leverage. Tim Ferriss wrote for our work week before, you know, way before me. But my book is still relevant. There's people who've written about money a thousand years ago, but my book is still relevant. But one book leads to another, leads to a publishing deal, you know, and, and, and things lead to things. So the thing that you start with might not fly. You might not beat your competitors. It might not be big, but it'll open another door and another door and another door. And then you'll get into something early adopter. And you'll be like, finally, I did it. Finally, I got in early adopter. I'm still trying to get into something early adopter at the right time, but I'm not going to give up. Um, And I keep doing the social media and I keep doing the podcast and I keep writing the books and I keep doing all the stuff with the disruptive entrepreneur and I keep doing my company stuff and the the training businesses because I fucking love it. And I might not be the biggest company in the world and there might be American influencers who are bigger than me. So fucking what? I am me. I have a massive, great, big, fat ginger beard. I am a ranty bastard and I am me. And no one's going to tell me that I'm not going to be as good as them or as big as them or I shouldn't try it. Fuck it. You should follow your passion, but you should also check that there's a market. You should also be professional about it. Uh, You should also stay consistent at it. You should also endure the challenges along the way. So there are some caveats to that. But every master was once a disaster and every winner was once a beginner. So you should never let anyone tell you that you won't be as big as God um, to stop you starting the thing that you really want to start. Love you all. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, you don't risk anything, you risk everything.